Hey everybody, this is Ruben, and you're listening to Amazing Stories. Oh, wake up, Cole. Come on, man. Come on. Oh, Rome. That does it. Come on through. Big Sky by Anna Maluni. Lawyer Lindsay Regan to see Yusuf Muhammad. Hello? Guardsman, are you going to let me through? Miss Regan, good morning. You're here for Yusuf Muhammad, are you not? Major Mirsky. Yes, I hope he's well enough to see me today. Well, I guess you'll have to judge that for yourself. Go on in. It's four in the morning, man. What the nerves the matter? Call, I need your help. I've done something stupid. You know that Gulf Stream? You notice they changed its serial number? Aye, oh, the Yunk. It's grounded because of the har. They were worried about security, so last night I told them to put it in one of the old hangars. So? What's the problem? I got on board. You broke in? Oh, I knew something wasn't right. I wanted to see what they were up to. I wish the hell I hadn't. There was a man tied up, a bag over his head, been bashed about. Arab, Australian or something. Oh, good God. What did you do? I took him off. The hood it, it reminded me of things. The state of him. I don't know. I just grabbed him. And I suppose the fact you'd been drinking had nothing to do with it. Aye, well, I'm sure it didn't help. I carried him off to one of the sheds. Then, when I sobered up, I got him to that old place in the dips. Oh, so... What are you going to do with him? They're out looking for him now. Oh, I need some time call to sort it out. Will you hide them just for a few hours? I'm going to talk to Maud at Ewhurst. She might help. I don't know, Rob. Is he a terrorist? Well, he says he isn't. Who knows? But those black ops bastards. He's not in a good way. Where is he now? He's in the boot of the car. Hey? Oh, call. I need to bring him in. Please. I'll leave you to it. Hi, Yusuf. It's Lindsay. Lindsay Regan. Lindsay Regan? Your lawyer from Melbourne. Melbourne? Hmm. I'm from Melbourne. I know. That's why I'm here, to see if we can get you back there. I was here yesterday, remember? Yeah, yeah. Yesterday. I talked to Sophia again last night and she sends her love. The children, too, and your dad, they all want you home. Home? Yeah. Sometimes I, f I forget. I'm here to help you get home, Yusuf. 
The Australian government turned down your appeal, remember? We talked about it. Look, here's some more chocolate from Sophia. She said it was your favourite. Cherry ripe. Hmm? Yesterday, we agreed you'd try and remember some more about what happened. And the thing is, we don't have much time. So, you were picked up in Pakistan, badly beaten, then taken somewhere else. I'm pretty sure that was Morocco. Mm. You remember being interrogated by some Americans later on, you said. And maybe you were in Poland for a while. Mm. They, they wouldn't let me sleep. Uh, I just wanted to sleep. And then you were put on a plane and flown somewhere else. And you said someone helped you. Cole. Remember Cole? Cole is who we need to talk about today. You never mentioned him before. Oh, look at this dead one. Let's put him in that. All right now? You all right? What are you doing? Just settle down. No one's going to hurt you. Untie his hands. Look, his wrists are raw. No. No, the tie stay on. Promise me we don't know him. It's getting late. I've got to go. I'll be back later. I'm sorry to get you involved. Ah, go on. The sooner it's shorter, the better. <clears throat> right. I'm not going to hurt you, and you're not going to hurt me. Okay? Okay. I'm Call. What's your name? Where are you from? Yusuf. I'm from Melbourne. Okay. Yusuf from Melbourne. And uh, what do you do there? I, I sell fridges, second-hand refrigerators. Fridges? Mm. Probably a good business in Australia, eh? <laughs> What's worrying you out the window? The sky. Sunrise. Uh, I'll make us a cup of tea. We could both do one. <coughs> do you want something to eat? Some paracetamol, maybe? And a hot bath? Aye. That'll do the trick. We had a cup of tea and played chess. I would have beat him, but the other bloke came back. He was raging. Got any more chocolate? The thing I need to know, Yusuf, is where that was. Where was Cole? What place was that? You've seen Sophia and the kids. Mm-hmm. She's not divorced me. No, she hasn't divorced you. She wants you to help me so we can get you home. And I need to know where you were. Any clues, anything at all, when you were with Cole. Hmm? Mm. Was it hot? Or cold? The city? Arabic speaking? Anything? They picked me up in Islamabad. They done stuff that was... And then the other place. <laughs> they was drowning me in the stuff. Crawling. Okay, okay, Yusuf. I know, I know. That was probably in Morocco. And that's when they said you'd confessed about plotting to blow up the harbour bridge. Did the bridge get blown up? No, it's still there. Now, coal. Tell me about him. I've been there once. School trip. 
and the opera house. The water, it kind of lights up when it's sunny, doesn't it? And the opera house, it's all shiny and white. Yeah, yeah, it is. The thing is, Yusuf, I have to leave today, so tell me about Cole. He paged me up a bit. I could have beat him at chess. You got any more cherry ripe? Yusuf, please try. Tell me about the plane, then, before Cole. There was a bag on my head. And the other one, it, it gave him a shock. He, he grabbed me. I don't know. I'm tired. Tell you what, you tell me more and I might find some more chocolate. I'm not a kid. Go away! I need more time with my client. Sorry, 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 sorry. I won't shout again, it's okay. It's okay. So, when you were with Cole, hmm? did you look out a window? What did you see? I saw the sky. Big, big sky. I liked the rain. He laughed, he said, plenty to share. They covered up the sky here. Cole was British? Or American? Mm, no, not a pom. He said, not Scotch. That's the whiskey, he said. Cole was a Scottish soldier. No. He was an old man. He made me a cup of tea. Proper china cup and everything. Cheese on toast. But my teeth were wrecked. They... Mm. My, my mouth hurt. He got porridge with honey. He was kind. A kind man. May Allah bless him. Were you in a house? Do you think it was in Scotland? I would have beat him at chess. Was it Scotland, Yusuf? And the other one, the soldier. Bad temper. Took me off the plane. Where was that? It was cold. Dark. He asked what I've done, and I said I've done nothing. And he says... What do they think you've done? I said, I don't know. They keep asking, but I don't know. He handed me back. The soldier? What was his name? Was it in Scotland? Yusuf? Big Sky. Big Sky. Please stay awake. How's it going, Miss Regan? See for yourself. If you didn't dope him up so much, Major, we might get somewhere. Shall we talk about this outside? <laughs> Mr. Mohammed is unwell. Without medication, he becomes distressed. I wonder why. If you have any complaints about his medical treatment, go through the proper channels. We've nothing to hide. He's getting the best care. We're gradually lowering his meds, but he's fragile. Come back tomorrow. You know I can't. 
So you didn't get what you need? Nothing to help him get back to Australia. Hmm, that is a shame. We all want him out of here. Yeah. It's only been eight years without a trial. He should be released on health grounds. And go where? Australia doesn't want him. You seriously think he could go back to Yemen? Of course not. Apart from anything else, he hasn't lived there since he was a kid. He should never have been brought here. Ancient history. Different administration. If he hadn't already confessed, it would have been easier. He'd have said he was Osama bin Laden if it would have stopped you doing what you did to him. What I did? I was at college sweating over my grades. We got a common aim here, Miss Reagan. We both want him to go home. Only your country says no. Take it up with them. I'll walk you off the wing. It'll end up a tourist destination in a few years, like Robben Island. The tourists will be stepping over the inmates. They're not clearing it anytime soon. Did you read the bit in my report about Scotland? Yeah, Scotland. The planes had to refuel somewhere. Look, I know I said I'd come straight back to Melbourne, but I'm at Toronto Airport, booked on a direct flight to Edinburgh. From there, I can get an internal flight... Oh, for God's sake, Lindsay, you just mentioned bloody porridge. Rumours that rendition flights refuelled at Scottish airports have been circulating for years. I've been emailing some uni researchers who know about this stuff, and there's one airport in particular I want to check out. And who's footing the bill? I've got a good deal on the flights, and I'll pay for my own accommodation. I can't just leave him to rot, Martin. Don't give me the noble lawyer stick. You're glory hunting. Okay, I'll postpone the meeting. But I need you back here in three days. Sorry, I just need to check your seatbelt. Uh, oh, oh, okay, sorry, I dozed off. We're about to land. It's just a small airport, so you'll be down and through in no time. Oh, although you'll have to trust me on that one. The cloud's too heavy to see anything. <laughs> yeah. It could be anywhere. Can I help you? Hi, an Americano, please. Regular, no milk. Uh, with an extra shot. Anything else for you? No, thanks. It's quiet here, isn't it? Oh, apart from those blokes over there. Uh, they're stuck because of the weather. They're just off the rigs waiting for another helicopter to take them out. Then I'll be off home too. There you are. Uh, two pounds, please. Are you from Australia? Ah, that's right. Melbourne. And have you somewhere fixed up to stay? I think it's called Seaview B&B. Oh, that's Pat Campbell. She'll look after you. So what brings you all the way here? History, family, whiskey or golf? <laughs> oh, definitely not golf. Uh, recent history. Um, I'm interested... Can I have a whiskey? <laughs> Excuse me? Sorry, Roger. love. Uh, whiskey, please. Large. I'm afraid we don't serve alcohol. Well, how about a coffee? Oh, this is a bar, isn't it? I want a drink, a proper drink. I think you've had enough already, mate. Oh, do you, mate? Do you really? Come here and see if I've got I enough. I don't think so. Oh, 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 Mr. Scary Security Guard. The chopper will be here shortly. Any hint of trouble, they won't take you. You know that. And it'll be the last one out today, so why not just go and relax with your mates over there? No, 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 come on. Careful, careful now. I don't think this is the right time for handbags, do you? Not if you want to be cuddled up to the wife tonight. Come on, I'll walk you over. I only wanted a drink. Come on. Who's the knight in the shining high-vis jacket? Our head of security. 
Thanks, Rob. I'll put the shutters down now. His mates will sit on him if he starts again. Good luck with your research. Thank you. I hope he didn't upset you. Just typical drunk male behaviour. I apologise on behalf of my gender. Don't bother. Women can be pretty gross when they're drunk. Have you worked here a long time? You must have seen it all. <laughs> a few years. Sadly, it doesn't get any more exciting than that. You waiting for someone? My hire car. Do you know someone called Cole? Might have worked at the airport eight or so years ago. Old man, Scottish. Oh, we've never had a call work here, as far as I know. Why? A man called Cole may have been a witness to something that happened here. Planes fly in, planes fly out. Apart from that, very little happens here. What sort of thing? It's possible an injured terrorist suspect was rendited through this airport about eight years ago. Rendited? Is that even a word? Yeah, it is. An ugly word for an ugly business. Extraordinary rendition, in fact. The covert transfer of a suspect from one jurisdiction to another. One that uses illegal interrogation methods. Torture by proxy. What's your interest in this ugly business, then? I'm a lawyer. Uh, Lindsay Regan. Here's my card. My client, Yusuf Mohammed, is in Guantanamo, where he's been held for eight years without trial. And he says he was here? No, not exactly. <laughs> Seems unlikely. We're pretty remote. Exactly why the CIA might have chosen it. CIA? Well, Miss Regan, we sometimes get American golfers. We even had Madonna fly in once. That's about it. Did you ever have soldiers stationed round here? No. There were rumours about flights, but I don't think there's anything to them. Not that anyone here knew, anyway. People can choose not to know. It's called turning a blind eye. Aye. Sometimes there's nothing to see. Now, there's Craig out there, by the way, in your hire car. You may think you've missed the flight unless you go out. OK, thanks. You got my card in case anything comes to mind? Sure. Enjoy your stay. I'm sorry I've been unable to help, particularly after you've flown such a long way. You don't think your predecessor might have been involved? I took up command here four years ago. Eight years ago was... Let me see. Chief Inspector Moira Dewhurst. She left the force. Family illness, I think. There's nothing in the files, and an event such as you describe would have caused a huge fuss. Well, thanks for checking. It's a bit of a wild shot, but do you know of an elderly man named Cole who maybe had links with the airport? Cole? As in Colin? Mm. That's a pretty common name around here among men over a certain age. Miss Regan, small towns like this can't keep secrets. People talk, and they would definitely have talked about a tortured Australian escaping from a plane. I'm sorry you've had a wasted journey. Personally, I don't believe in locking people up without trial either. Tried the police, airport security, the local paper. The editor got excited but didn't believe it. So maybe it was Poland, Italy, Ireland. Who knows, maybe it didn't even happen. Just a fantasy of a desperate man. Oh, I'll try not to say I told you so. Yeah, please don't. You sound bushed. Four flights in 36 hours. What was I thinking? I'm going to have some of their famous single malt and go to bed. Can't even see anything because of the sea mist, fog or whatever it is. Hope I can find my way back to the B&B without falling into the harbour. B&B? What, no luxury spa? Not even a mini bar. But Mrs Campbell does bake a mean scone. 
Hello? Sergeant Quinn. Mr. Quinn, who are you? This is a polite reminder. You signed the Official Secrets Act. Section 1, 1989 Act, Disclosure of Security Information, two years. Section 7, 1911 Act. We understand someone is poking around. How do you know that? It's our job to know. It would be better if you didn't. Nothing happened, remember? So stay away. You'll only make her suspicious. As it is, she's on a wild goose chase, and when she doesn't find anything, she'll go. If the situation changes, let me know. On this number. And don't forget your obligations. I know what I have to do. Good. Keep it that way. You were lucky. Piss off. Americano, please, with an extra shot. Hello again. Did you enjoy your visit? You've not been blessed with the weather. No. <laughs> but now the fog's cleared, it's quite a surprise. Aye. A big blue sky. It's always welcome. It's beautiful. That's two pounds, is that right? That's right. Of course, when the horror comes in, it causes havoc. With several cancellations yesterday. Aha. Uh-huh. What we call a sea mist. They come out of nowhere. Even in the middle of the summer, they can go on for days. Some years back, we had a bad one, and some poor stowaway was hiding on a grounded cargo plane. So he slips off, probably looking for food. Must have been a shock to find himself in a wee airport in Scotland. A stowaway? Did you see him? No, poor soul. Pakistani, I think. A bit simple, they said. You'd have to be desperate, wouldn't you? What did they do with him? They sent him on, to London, maybe, or Glasgow, where they'd have the facilities, I suppose. At least he'd have had a comfy seat in in-flight magazine, eh? (laughs) Can I help you? Oh, um, a chamomile tea, please. That's Rob out there on the runway, isn't it? Aye. He'll be coming over for the security checks. Is he ex-military? It's just uh, something about the way he walks. Here you are. One chamomile. £1.70, please. Thank you. It's to calm my nerves. I hate flying, but needs must. My daughter's just had a baby. Congratulations. Don't worry. We haven't lost a passenger yet. <laughs> Have a good flight. Yes, Rob was in the army. A sergeant. Decorated too. Got men out under fire. He doesn't talk about it. I didn't ask you if you knew someone called Cole, did I? Cole? The plane spotter? You know him? Yes, what about him? Someone mentioned him. A bit of a character by the sound of it. Aye, he was. Loved watching the planes. Was? He passed away a few years back. You'd better hurry. It doesn't take long to board and you're the last. Thanks. Goodbye. Hello again, Rob. Morning. Walk through the arch, please. I didn't think it'd be the security guard. I mean, you wouldn't, would you? I'm afraid you need to hurry along for your flight. I think I'm going to miss this one. Is there a problem with the plane? No, no, I just feel I need to get to know Rob here a bit better. Really? Excuse me. The plane won't wait, Miss Regan. Yusuf said a soldier helped him escape off the plane. He said an older man, Cole, looked after him, patched him up. But the soldier handed him back. I wonder what Cole thought about that. If you're not boarding, you need to go back through the door. What kind of bastard does that? Give someone hope and then hands them back to their torturers. Goodbye. Have a safe journey. Help yourself to a scone. The jam's homemade too. 
So your business here isn't finished after all. Thank you. No, so I'm glad you still had the room. It turns out the person I need to talk to works at the airport. The security manager. Rob Quinn? Has he been away? I think he's just been busy. You know him then? Mm. His children are at the same school as mine. I hope he's not in any bother. No, nothing like that. It's about something that happened years ago. Something he may have witnessed. Oh. To do with the war, I suppose. Rob's a good man. A good father. I'm sure he is. Look, Pat, I'm a lawyer and I have an Australian client who's been falsely accused. And I think Rob may have seen something that would help. An Australian? A soldier? My husband John was in the forces. He was killed in Iraq. I'm so sorry. That must have been hard. We managed. Like a lot of them, Rob Quinn had his problems. His marriage broke up, two children, a boy and a girl. My client has two kids as well. You'll often see him running down by the harbour early evening. He ran a marathon last year to raise money for the school football team. Sometimes he parks his old motorbike by the cafe there. Thanks, Pat. A run might just help my jet lag. Looking good, Sergeant. Combat fit. Go away. I'm not talking to you. Then I'll just go and wait by your motorbike. Nice old Enfield, by the way. Talk to me, Rob. I'm going to be a pain in the ass until you do. Oh, hope you know CPR. All I need is a signature. Right. A signature on a document that says on a certain date you saw Yusuf Muhammad being rendited and that he showed signs of injury. That's all. No mention of anything else. I still don't know what you're talking about. You took an injured man off a plane, presumably because you wanted to do the right thing. And then you you handed him back to the people who arranged to have him tortured in the first place. Come on, Rob. You must have a conscience. You sent an injured man to be tortured and locked up for years without trial. Have you finished? He can barely string a sentence together. He remembers your bad temper. He remembers cold, too. How kind he was. You've got kids. Yusuf hasn't seen her since they were toddlers. He didn't see the sky for years. Can you imagine that? They wouldn't even let him see the sky. And you're sure he's innocent? He's innocent of what he confessed to. Planning to blow up the Sydney Harbour Bridge, for God's sake. And you know for a fact that he was never a terrorist? I doubt he was a terrorist. But that's not the point. Confessions shouldn't be obtained through torture. If we challenge regimes about their human rights, then we ourselves can't be hypocrites. And people say anything under torture. I know, I don't need a lecture. So? Come here. Why? Come closer. What? I'm not wearing a wire. I'm presuming not just after a quick rope. Shush. We're going to walk back to my bike. I'm going to tell you a few things, and then you're going to piss off out of my life, okay? All right. Private plane, Gulfstream. I didn't take to the crew. Two men, one Argy, 
The other an American. I recognised the type. CIA? No, contractors. Less accountability. Call noticed they changed the plane's serial number. That's an odd thing to do. Call was a plane spotter. He was a widower on his own. A good man. An old lefty who used to enjoy baiting me. What did you do? The Yank, O'Connell, he was arrogant. Always difficult. It was the fourth time they'd stopped to refuel. Only this time, the har came in. No way anything could fly in or out. They wouldn't like that. Stranded out on the tarmac. Yeah, they were edgy. Bad-tempered. As if I could change the bloody weather. To get them off my back, I offered them one of the old hangars to put the plane in so they could hide it away. I think one of them was supposed to stay with it, but in the end, they both went to a hotel. So what happened? Oh, I was drunk. Going through a bad patch. And I wanted to see what they were up to. So I broke in and found a man tied up with a sack over his head. Just at that moment, it seemed wrong. So I took him off. Ah, stupid, I know. I hid him, and then I got call involved, which I shouldn't have done. And eventually, they found him and took him away. End of story. Messed a lot of things up, but that's it. Nothing that'll help you. You saw him. He couldn't have been in good shape. Just a signature. You've heard of the Official Secrets Act. I've already signed that. You only need to say that he was being rendited and was injured. I shouldn't have got involved. I feel bad for the guy. And I feel bad for the people that guys like him have murdered. There's nothing for you here. Webster, please leave a message after the time. It's me. I know it's the middle of the night for you, but I'll be on a plane when you get this. A day later than planned, because the good news is I was right. It was here. He was taken off. He was seen. The bad news is I can't get any proof. Nothing. I'll explain when I get back. Bye. US government officials have confirmed that the hunger strike in Guantanamo Bay detention camp continues. A statement issued this evening says that 45 prisoners are on a refeeding protocol. Critics describe the process as force feeding. A spokesman said... Persistence doesn't always win prizes, you know. Go away. Please don't shut the door. I've nothing else to say. Forget about signing anything. I just want to know the rest of the story, how they found him. I'll be gone tomorrow, I promise. Please. It was the bike, wasn't it? Took me about half an hour before I spotted it. Rob, you can't be happy about what happened. I should have put it in a bloody garage. If you tell me the rest of the story, I won't mention you or any specifics. I promise nothing will come back to you. Come in. I've got a bottle, but um, if it's a problem, I can leave it in my bag. The glasses are over there. You didn't explain how they found him. There's not much to tell. I'd like to know. And if I won't? I'll kick your bike over for a start. Here. Cheers. Seriously, what have you got to lose? More than you think. Has someone warned you? 
Oh, they have, haven't they? They told you you'd be banged up as a traitor. For what? Ratting out some mercenaries committing human rights abuses contrary to international law. <sighs> and you go to jail. Yeah, it's a funny old world. It wasn't just about me going to prison. It's more about my kids. I'd be leaving them without a father, messing up their lives, and all for a terrorist. I don't think he was. And lawyers never lie, and all your clients are innocent. So, Yusuf Muhammad. How did they find him? You'd better sit down. I was moving him around, trying to stay one step ahead. The heart had cleared, and that sobered up. The government were denying rumours that rendition flights refuelled in the UK, so going official on a terrorist suspect missing in transit wasn't an option. But I knew the local police chief, Moira. I rang her. She thought I was mad, but eventually agreed she'd pick him up as an illegal and take it from there. I thought I'd squared it off. What went wrong? Well, Connell and his psychic were suspicious. They found Call. Knew he watched planes. I don't know exactly what happened. Knowing Call, I guess he gave them a piece of his mind. Anyway, they roughed him up. A 70-year-old man with bad lungs. And he gave them my name. He was so ashamed. He had no cause to be. It was my fault for getting him involved. So they came after you? I got a call from my wife, Lisa. She was terrified. She didn't know what I'd been up to. They were there in the house with her and my kids. They'd never have hurt your family. <laughs> They'd lost a man who wasn't supposed to exist and they hadn't slept for 36 hours. They were panicking. And I've seen what happens when men panic. So you handed him over? Yeah, but even then I thought I could control it. I rang Moira and we agreed that she'd intercept him at the airport and take him into custody. But she was lent on. And he was quietly bundled on the plane and flown away. All the way to Camp X-Ray. What about Cole? Someone went to see him. Told him that Mohammed had been planning to bomb a school. All sorts. She was reasonable and British. And gave Cole assurances about medical care and fair treatment. And she apologised for the Yank's behaviour and got him a bit of compensation. And his signature on the Official Secrets Act. Hmm. But he was never the same again. I tried to apologise, but it seemed to make it worse. And your family? The kids? I told them O'Connell and his sidekick were old army friends of mine. <laughs> but kids pick up on things, don't they? Or maybe it was just because my wife kicked me out. I don't blame her. She'd put up with a lot. Me not telling her and putting her and the kids at risk. I was interrogated and told that if I ever mentioned it, I would spend years in prison as far away from my kids as possible. But if I kept my mouth shut, I could keep the job. <laughs> if I hadn't looked inside that plane, no one would be any the wiser. Yusuf Muhammad would still have been tortured and locked up without a trial. What'll happen to him now? They want shot of him. They want shot of all of them. It's an embarrassment to the US administration. But Australia doesn't want him. And even though he's lived there for most of his life, he's not a citizen. What do you think he was doing in Pakistan? Yusuf had a history of mental illness. Nothing major, but sometime after he was married, he became ill again, lost his job and 
got caught up in some radical stuff. Eventually, he went out to a madrasa in Islamabad, where he came to his senses. Hated it. Rang his wife and told her he was coming home. Next thing, he's picked up by the Pakistani secret police, probably tipped off by someone at the madrasa. Why would you do that? They don't like you leaving. His journey to hell started there. I'll try and appeal again, but with no new evidence, I don't hold out much hope. You're not going to change your mind, are you? No, I can't. I served my country and I don't regret it. What happened to call your man in Guantanamo, black ops, it was wrong, all of it. But I can't. Because if you break the Official Secrets Act, I'll throw you in prison. But if... Yeah. Let's have another drink. I'm off, Pat. Taxi's on its way. So I was the stupid local you could trick into giving you information. I'm sorry? They rang to see if you'd gone. They told me about you. That you were here to cause trouble on behalf of some terrorist. Who rang you? Someone official. He knew about my John. If you weren't leaving, I'd throw you out. I don't know what they told you. Some terrorist got roughed up. They were trying to save innocent lives. I wish they'd killed him. I wish they'd killed all of them. Look what's going on now. <laughs> Your sort disgust me. I'll wait outside for the taxi. Mr Quinn, where have you been? You've not been answering your phone. I had some errands to run. You'll excuse yeah, me. Before you go into work, get in the car. Lindsay Reagan left the country this morning. Did you have any contact with her before she left? She turned up on my doorstep. I explained that as far as I was aware, there was never any rendited suspect at the airport. Good. All done and dusted then. No wild goose found. And you didn't sign anything? I signed a statement, but I avoided the term rendition. I don't believe I mentioned torture, either. What did the statement say? It says... Well, let me get this straight. I saw a passenger in transit, grounded by bad weather. The passenger, who I identified as Yusuf Mohammed, had injuries which looked consistent with beatings. But at the time, I was assured he was en route to hospital and that he had been in an accident. You stupid man. Did it make you feel better about yourself, hmm? She was in your place quite a while. Got cosy, did you? I doubt you'll think it was worth it when you're rotting in your cell. The government claimed they weren't aware of any rendition flights through British airports. You want to take this further? We'll end up with a very public conversation about the role of spooks like you in the whole sorry affair. Public conversation? <laughs> You're a security guard in a cheap suit. A soon-to-be ex-security guard with a drink problem and a chip on his shoulder. Your smart lawyer's gone now, Quinn, and left you to face the consequences. The way I see it, there are two versions of this story. The Wally in the high-vis jacket who's fooled by some black ops heavies, or government complicity in blackmail. The exact words I used in a letter I lodged with a legal firm this morning, to be opened in the event of any difficulties coming my way. 
It also includes a nice pic of you that I snapped yesterday when you were outside my house. Maybe you should speak to a smart lawyer. You wish to bring some new information to the hearing, Miss Regan? Yes, Major. I've circulated copies of a signed statement from former British Army soldier, Sergeant Robert Quinn, holder of the Conspicuous Gallantry Cross. It details physical injuries he saw on a man in transit through a UK airport under the care of a US national named O'Connell. He identifies the man as my client, Mr Yusuf Mohammed. We hold that the injuries as described are indicative of torture and that any confessions thus obtained would be invalid under international law. Is the UK government aware of this document, Ms Regan? I think they will be by now. And do they accept its validity? Their view of its validity is irrelevant. The witness is a man of good character and his statement is clear and unambiguous. Very well. In light of this new information, we believe it would be appropriate to contact the Australian government again regarding Mr. Mohammed's position with a view to opening up negotiations regarding a possible relocation. We've already informed them about the statement, Major, and we're currently trying to timetable a new hearing for as soon as possible. Well, please keep us in the loop. We will, Major. I'm hopeful that Mr. Mohammed will soon be on his way home. Hope will probably be useful in this situation. Thank you, Miss Regan. So when will I get out? We're doing everything we can to get you home. Home? It's hard to imagine. Are the trams still running? Yep, they are. How about the zoo? Yes, it's still there. Look, it's going to be a while, but I'm feeling really hopeful. Sometimes I try to imagine taking my kids to the zoo. I can imagine the animals, but I can't imagine my own kids. They're photos. They're just pieces of paper. They could walk past me in the street and I wouldn't know them. And they wouldn't know me. So hope. <laughs> That's difficult. Yusuf. I'm going on hunger strike tomorrow. Please tell Sophia and my dad. I hope they understand. I was young when I left home And I've been all rambling round In Big Sky by Anna Maloney Lindsay Regan was played by Kerry Fox Rob Quinn by Andy Clark Youssef Mohammed by Umar Ahmed Major Mursky, Grant O'Rourke Agent Green, Greg Powry Col, John Buick Maggie, Helen Mackay and Mrs Campbell by Molly Innes All other parts were played by the cast Big Sky was a BBC Scotland production directed in Glasgow by Bruce Young and your daddy needs you home right away. Thank you for listening, and don't forget to join us tomorrow for yet another amazing story.